mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. American Glutton Podcast has a Patreon. Do you hate commercials? Well, we've got a Patreon. Do you want bonus episodes? That's on the Patreon. Do you want to hang out and chat in our Discord channel? That's part of the Patreon, too. We even have an option where you can leave me voicemails. All on the Patreon. So check it out today. Patreon.com slash American Glutton. We have a Patreon. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. American Glutton is brought to you by Trifecta. Trifecta is the perfect tool for diet and maintenance adherence. It reduces time, thought, and effort in making sure I am never without the food I need to succeed. Go to www.trifectanutrition.com slash American Glutton, where you will get 40% off your first order. My guest today is my brother, Nick Cassavetes. I've worked with Nick on many movies going back over 20 years. I've had him on the show before. He is an all-around badass, a writer, director, actor, and a total gym rat. Please enjoy our conversation. Oh, you can find pictures of Nick at various shapes and sizes on his Instagram at Paul Smemus. You look great. Feel good. Just a uh, part of it is I wanted to come on and and talk about experiences because I know that uh, 
our, our stories, even though they're different, they're not that dissimilar. I, I mean, look, they're very similar, especially over the past 10 to 20 years, maybe not even 20, 10 oh, to 15 years. Great, I just yep. flexed for him. You just, you just need, to, you just need to eat a cheeseburger, brother. You just got to do it. <laughs> I'm wasting away. <laughs> um, but like, no, I think you had a great point the other day, and 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 it is something we should talk about because it weighs heavily on me. And I think anybody who's ever who's ever battled this at all or gone through it, you know, if battle is not the right word. The idea of gaining weight after losing weight is like practically debilitating. Yeah, that's all I have. I don't have anything else. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So this is what's uh, been my experience. A few years ago, and I've repeated this cycle a number of times in my life, I decided I was going to get in shape. I've had it once and for all. God damn it, I'm going to get in shape. And I took about... I don't know, about a year, I was 100 pounds overweight. And for me, because I'm 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, when I say it's really not that, it's, it's, it's less than for most people. So it sounds like a lot, but I'm used to being 100 pounds overweight. And it takes about, know, about a year to lose it. And what happens is, how I like to start it is I start on the candida diet. The candida diet supposes that you have some bacteria in your stomach that only eats sweets. And then once you have it in there, it craves the sweets. And once you feed it sweets, it's kind of a weird cycle. So part of the this diet, the way it, it supposes that if you kill off the candida in your stomach, then you won't have such incredible cravings for, for sugar. And for me, it works, whether it's in my brain or whether it's really successful, it works for me. So there's a thing called the Candida Fast, which is a 12-week program where you don't eat any sugar and you don't eat any fruit and you don't eat any uh, grains or anything like that. You know, basically a keto type of diet, but with different probiotics. And you start to feel better. Then you can go back to eating kind of normally. And once the Candida is killed off in your stomach, it has been my experience that I, I can't keep the weight. I can't, I, 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 it's, it lose, I lose faster than I would like. Is that, is that like basically just meat and veggies? It is, but it's a real high fat diet. Like they encourage you to have, when you're having yogurt, to have full fat yogurt. They encourage you to eat like not a couple of handfuls of macadamias, but like three or four handfuls of macadamias, which if you're talking about caloric, is just off the charts. You're not supposed to be eating that much, but I like. And with yogurt, no sweeteners. When you say no sweeteners, no artificial sweeteners either. They, if you have to have it, they allow you stevia, okay. but they don't allow you the other because it has some kind of, I don't know, stuff that they don't like. And uh, it's a very well thought out and particular system. You can look it up online, candida diets all over the place. It's a, uh, but whatever diet you works for you. I, I woke up and I called Ethan the other day because I was like, uh, for those of you who have a significant other or a friend that always is trying to tell you that 
you know, give you tough love. And, you know, my girl said, you know, you can't keep losing weight and then gaining weight back. It's not good for you. I'm like, honey, I was a junkie when I was a kid. I put a lot of bad stuff in my body. I don't really, it's like, I don't care, you know, but, and I, and I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? Me losing weight and gaining weight back, you know, other people lose five pounds and, and then, uh, and then gain it back. Mine's just like 50 or a hundred pounds. And that is my balance. Like my girl is like, no, you're not balanced. But somehow here I am, a 63-year-old man, and I'm in pretty good shape. And a few months ago, I was 50 pounds overweight. And I guess I say this not as a self-congratulatory thing, but more as I want, I know the black hole that people can get in when they gain weight back after losing weight, it's like being a golfer. When you were good, nobody wants to go play golf when they have to haven't played for a while. Cause it's not as much of a fun of a game, you know? Yeah. And you can really, it can, your brain always wants to trick you. I'll always say this. Your body doesn't want to change. Your body's happy just the way it is. It don't want to change. So it, it, and it's a complicated mechanism because your brain will try to tell you things to stop you from making a change because change is kind of painful and it doesn't want to change. So when you gain weight, the things that my brain tells me are like, well, that's it. It's over. You're an old man now. Can't do it anymore. You gave it your best shot. And, you know, you might as well just accept the fact that you're a fat fuck and that's the way it is. And uh, I just wanted people to understand that my also my girl said, you know, you just can't do that. You can gain 10 pounds. And then because it looks terrible when you do and I'm worried about you and know, heart attacks and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I think I want to figure this shit out by being six by, you know, before my 63rd birthday, if that's what I was going to do. It's yeah. something you learn in your twenties or thirties for me somehow. And then I started thinking about like, I like eating ice cream. I like eating two pints of ice cream and I like buying five pints, putting two in the refrigerator. I know I'm going to eat the next tomorrow. And if I feel like getting up in the middle of the night, I like doing that too. And with the balance that I have, which is tenuous at best, I'm able to go through long periods of time where I can do whatever the hell I want and get it out of my system. And if I put on 50 pounds, or I put on 30 pounds or I put on whatever, I have the tools to be able to like take it off again. And there's only kind of one downside because gaining weight takes about two seconds and losing weight takes about five years. You know, it's just a, it's, it's a much longer process, but if you can put your mind in it, like, like today I got on the scale and for what I weigh, I'm 20 pounds over my, what I like to look like, but when I get within 20, when I get within 20 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I want to just say also, I know what you like to look like and what you like to look like. You are way, way beyond what is like maybe even a regular person is aiming for I, because what you, and, and, and one other point, Nikki is I know you very well. Yep. I've, I've done a lot of training with you. I've done a lot of dieting with you. We've been through this four years together 
and you are a savage. Now, I know for a fact when you're in it, you enjoy going to the gym. I do. Yeah. So, I mean, that's part of it. I can totally understand this process of you really like your ice cream. So you can have that period of really liking your ice cream and fuck the gym. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, the flip is you also really like dialing it in and getting serious and going for like all eight abs and the striations along the sides and all of that and being like a fucking animal. We're in charge of our bodies, you know, and it's like being, it's like saying, if you want to take a lot of pain pills, okay, it comes along with a really bad kick, you know, okay. just like if, if you want to, if you want to eat. And I was wondering, I was thinking about what is it about us that we get into a place where it's comfortable for us just to just, I don't eat like I'm enjoying it. I eat like I'm intentionally putting weight on. Yeah. That's what I know how to do, but I just like, let's go. I like that feeling. And I don't think it makes me a freak. I just think it, it's unfortunate because really what it robs you of is your life would be better if you didn't have to spend three hours working out every day. You could have those three hours to like work on your spirituality or whatever the hell you want to do. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's the life it's, and I think it's okay. And so I was like 20 pounds over what I had, but like once I hear 20 pounds like this, I'm like, I can knock off 20 pounds. It's like, what is it? A pound a week. So that's uh, five months, you know? Okay. And it'll come quicker than that. But five months and you say, okay, what is it today? May. So by fall, I'll be like, I'm going to have a good fall. I'm going to yeah. be like, people are going to want to take, I'm going to want to have people take pictures of me and I'm going to be like, my, my ego is going to be satisfied. Okay. But, uh, you in various stages of a tuxedo and then the tuxedo is coming off. Like I expect to see those pictures in the fall. For sure. You know why? Cause I'm a vain motherfucker. And even though I'm 63 years old, you know, I, I like to look the best I can. And part of the job is being in front of the camera and blah, 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 all that bullshit. Yeah, no, but it's great. It's great. I love it. And I, I, I can get into this sometimes. I, uh, let me ask you this. Do you find at all when you go back to start, does it become harder after time and time and time and time? No. Keeping like, let's face it, I'm, you know, I'm doing weightlifting and the exercise that I do for mainly cosmetic reasons. I'm not doing like let's be the most healthy person and eat like your sprouted algae or whatever. I'm trying to like look good. So I think, you know, everybody's gone into the gym and been like felt their belly go over their pants and, and looked around and everybody's in shape and be like, God damn it. I don't want to be here again. But you know, you go in for a few days and something clicks and it takes for me anyway, a couple of months before you have like one ray of hope like oh that looks pretty good you know i have a big fat belly still but that you know elbow looked kind of good for a minute and then the longer you stay in the gym yeah somebody once told me 
if you take the right actions with your physique, it doesn't fucking matter what your opinion is. You're like, right. no matter what you think, it doesn't matter what you think. You take the right actions, it's just going to come, yeah. you know? And so for this particular period of time, I've been doing weightlifting and my girl's got me doing yoga at night because she's like, when you weightlift, you know, you're sore all the time, your back hurts and this and that. And I want you to do something for yourself. And I'm like, all right, if you let me go to the gym for two hours, I'll go to yoga with you at night. What that means is as an old man, you're fucking exhausted because right. yoga is no fucking joke. By the way, imagine me on a yoga mat. It's just not pretty. It's, it looks like a washcloth. I mean, it's just, so small. Uh, I, they're like, can you bend over? I'm like, no, can you? No, I can't do any of it. I'm trying. And, uh, but you go in there and you know what? It feels good. Well, my point I guess I'm making is I've had significant gains doing zero cardio. What I think cardio is, and I think, look, I'm not advocating against cardio. Cardio is really good for you. Cardio is healthy. Cardio gets you in good shape. And, and, but I think that people who are like me, who are in a fucking rush to get all this fat off of themselves, incorrectly use cardio as opposed to like, well, if, you know, if you're going to lose a pound a week and you do cardio, you lose two pounds a week. And maybe even that's true, but you're, why go to the gym? You're, yeah. you're trying to go to the gym. And I, if you can stay the course and not overdo cardio, it is my experience that you have much better results. As far as body composition. Correct. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. Training for a marathon, you should probably get out there and run. But if your your goal is to look good in and out of clothes, I would I would say limit your cardio, because you got it. Like, how many times have we gone into the gym and say, "All right, I'm going to put all this muscle on because well, the muscle is going to burn off with more calories, and I'm going to look good with muscle because I don't want to look like one of those little old men that he's on the stairmaster every day and he's got a little tire, but he's like skinny. I don't look like that." Uh, I just think that give yourself a chance to become muscular, give yourself a chance to like look bad for a while. And tell me if you've ever had this, like, this is my weight loss experience. It doesn't come quick at all, but one day you wake up and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah I look better. You know, and then the next day you don't look good at all yeah. or you get it from a different angle. You don't look good at all, but you'll have these little, these little breakthroughs until pretty soon people are going, you lose some weight. And you're like, yeah, you know, maybe a couple of pounds or whatever. And uh, they're like, you look good. And you're like, yeah, thanks, man. And, you know, you walk around all day with that good feeling that somebody's noticing. And then pretty soon, yeah, your clothes fit good. And then you could get in like, Super amazing shape. If that's where your uh, your your ego and your vanity wants you to do, it's where mine does. A hundred percent. But I also think, like, for me and for you, I know I'm fifteen per pounds from my absolute leanest, where I had veins in my abdomen, right? Mm -hmm. But I've put on a little bit of muscle and like this, and and staying at that weight for me was way too hard. It was a complete complete nightmare i was Easy. never gonna yeah i had to, I had to eat a cheeseburger 
But I'm on my way now. I know for you, and I also know for me, if I wanted to lose 15 pounds, I could do it in a week, no problem. It would be a shitty week, but I'd do it. I'd probably do cardio, like a lot of extra cardio, eat very little, no salt, no carbs like this. The weight flies off. I've lost, but I don't look the same as I do if I lose it the way you're talking about. Like, I'm going to get a pound a week for the next five months and I'm going to lift weights. Yeah, 52 pounds a year. That's a year, just not even having to do cardio. But it's also all fat. It's not, you're not dehydrating yourself. You're not wasting any lean tissue. It's just, you're just getting rid of fat, which is for me, a, a, a better thing to do. It's a better, it's, it's uh, aligned more with my goals than just weight loss, you know, quote unquote, weight loss. Well, also for you people who are older out there, like I'm an older dude. When I grew up, I grew up in the, the 70s, right? The style was be skinny and have long hair. That was it. That was the style. Wear bell bottoms if you have to. But And that was the look. And that's kind of ingrained in my head, like skinny's good, skinny's good. And if you wanted to do that, this the recipe for that is be a vegetarian don't eat very much, do a lot of cardio and be kind of, you know, swim once in a while and do some calisthenics and you'll get that body for sure. It'll yeah. be kind of skinny fat, but it looks good in clothes and, you know, you move and it's, it's a nice weight to walk around on. Me, myself being a man and having kind of like seeing myself as masculinity is important. I like to look like I'm strong and, you know, you know, not like, you know, I, I eat, you know, nut-free granola bars every day. You know, I like to I like to look strong. And not only that, if you are strong, then you're like, I'm strong, but goddamn, I'm fat. So it's a really a it's a specific kind of look to, to have be muscular and to have the appearance of being thin. So here's what I've done. I've done the 12-week candida diet. It's a it's a candida fast. And I've dropped about, I don't know just under 30 pounds. And uh, now this is Nick's new diet has no scientific evidence, but what happens is when you're on your diet, you get sick of eating certain shit. Yeah. Like I've eaten enough macadamia nuts and goddamn full fat yogurt. I'm sick of it. And so what I'm going to try to do starting June 1st is I'm going to eat one significantly large carb meal a day, lunch or before, every other day. And on the off days, I'll eat two pieces of fruit. But what I give up is I can't have any fat anymore. Right. This is going to be more difficult than eating fat all the time and just not eating any bread or sugar. I mean, that's a pain in the ass for a day, but you could go your whole life on that. But I don't think I can make the gains that I want to make without sticking a significant amount of carbs in my body and not be scared of them. Yeah. I'll call you back and see how it goes. I mean, I might be, you know, like, like him so much that I just off to the ice cream train again, but I don't think so. But there's a lot of fat in ice cream. I think that's the problem. Anytime you combine those two things, yep. it becomes a disaster for me. At least if I have a high fat day, I'm okay. If I have a high carb day, I'm okay. If I combine them, I'm fucked. Yeah, it just means, yeah, you can have one or the other. Yeah. And I think periodization is important to me. Like, 
my girl, I keep talking about my girl, but she's my best friend. So that's kind of what I bounce stuff off. She'll diet and she'll be like, you know, it really sounds good. You know, when we have a cheat day, I'd like to have some bread pudding. I'm like, don't mention anything. I'm okay being miserable and I'm okay doing the hardest diets as long as they fucking work. Yeah. You know, I don't want to like dream about food and what I would do when all this is over because it's never over for me. I'm always going to be on this teeter totter. I'm going to be in, you know, limiting carbs and doing heavy weights. I'm going to be having carbs, limiting fat, I'm going to do heavy weights. And then I'm going to go crazy. And you're going to look at me and like, what a tub of shit. I'm going to like, I know I got to get back to it. And I think that is, it's not the recipe for everybody, but I just kind of wanted to like put it out there that that's my experience. So people are beating themselves up and never get back on it. It's okay, man. You know, I mean, I I think it's a much better position. If you're going to, if you, if you can look back at your life and go like, look at this cycle I've been doing, I've been gaining and losing weight. And if you can find some sense of pride and happiness in the act of weight loss, and then some sense of enjoyment in the act of weight gain and go at the end of the day, I'm, I'm doing both things and I'm having different types of happiness associated with both. I don't have to be resigned to the shame bullshit and like stop trying to do either one, you know, like I, I don't see anything wrong with that for me. I mean, I, I can start to pause it like, um, you know, well, I'll just be a junkie for six months and then not a junkie for six months. But stuff like that for me would I would be thinking about it too much in my off time. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so I, I'm trying to just get to a place where because I think no matter what, there's kind of like the the graph even of maintenance isn't a perfectly straight line. There are corrections that need to be made and there are fluctuations no matter what. So no matter what, I think the rest of my life is some version of this. Yep. I was thinking about like, I got back from shooting our movie, right? And I went into the edit room and the edit room is just a big brain thing where you're sitting there all the time. And I was like, oh shit, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to eat everything. And then when I got out of it, people would look at you and be like, oh, wow, you put on a couple of pounds. I'm like, if you call 50 a couple of pounds, yeah. And it, there is shame. I have shame if I like stutter on a word. I have shame for everything. I'm shamed the way I'm sitting right now. I'm just ashamed of that's just how I operate. But I was thinking like, you have a show. You're everybody's hero. You lost all this weight. You're able to do it. You're able to helping people like, if you put on that 50 pounds. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Your, first of all, your business and everything would be like shameful and you know, you've given all this advice to people and now you're a fucking hypocrite or whatever like that. Bullshit. That's part of it. Yeah. So if you put on a couple of pounds, still do the show, still fucking like this, just because just because you, you don't have to be like 15 pounds underweight like you do when you're on a photo shoot. And if you have a photo shoot, you're shooting for men's health. Get yourself there. Whatever you need to do, take the, those, uh, you know, uh, diuretics, and you know, do whatever you have to do. But like you said, if I get, and I think everybody's body fat content is horseshit. Everyone's like, oh, it was ten percent. Oh, it was eight percent. Bullshit. You know, you need to be six percent is your baseline. You die if you're not six percent. So, people that are like, I'm eight percent. You're like, no, you're not. Right. But just call it X percent. If I get under a certain X percent, I'm a cocksucker. Yeah. It's, I don't even, I hope you're, I hope I'm not swearing too much for your show. No, I love it. I mean, I just, and I'm grumpy and it's no way to live. It's a way to live if I'm shooting a movie and I got to take my shirt off. Yeah. You guys are going to have to put up with me for a little while. But as far as being, and at the same time, there's also this desire to be amazing, to look amazing. We don't look good. We want to look amazing. We want to look when people are like, God damn, I want some of what he's got, yeah. you know? So if you think about those two things, you can only be amazing for short periods of time. And the idea is to be seen when you're amazing and to hide when you're not as amazing, right. especially when you're fat. But, you know, the, I, I can only imagine the pressure that you're under like you must have impulses and you be like the weight of the world is on you. Like, I can't have that, man. Jesus Christ. My, you know, my livelihood and all that kind of stuff depends on it. It, 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 it gets, it gets to be a lot. I, I was in um, New York to get my ever granddaughter now. And we were there and, and way, congratulations. Thank you very much. She's Welcome a, a to little, the club. yeah, she's a little <laughs> bundle of joy. And there was this moment where I was like, I was like, fuck, we got to go to New York. Okay, I have to have food shipped there. Wearing, I'm going to have it shipped to my kid's house. They're going to save it for me, and I'm going to be eating that and this and this. And then there was this moment where my wife was like, no, people just had a baby. And, you know, we're, we're going to go to the New York deli, and we're going to bring them stuff, and we're going to make every meal for them, and it's going to be this fun thing. And you're just going to be off eating your diet food? Fuck you. You're not doing that. And so I did. I had to let it go a little bit. And so... You know, I was like, yeah, you know, this is okay. I'm not going to be here for five months watching this kid and eating whatever I want and celebrating with food. But there's going to be a few days where I have to just not think about it. And now that also means I'm not while well, they're all off looking at the baby. I'm not finishing off everybody's food that they left on their plate because now is my time to eat whatever I want. So there's some balance. Yeah, I might have done that a little bit. Yeah. But I, I, to your point, it is, it's true. I, I, 
I use this show and talking to people as a bit of accountability. You know, it's almost like I'm having an AA meeting with you right now, but we're talking about food. I mean, that's all this is. Yeah, because we're sickos. Yeah. But for me, people are always like, stop being a sicko. It's not good. It's about as helpful as telling a smoker, you know, you shouldn't smoke. It's bad for you. They're like, I know, bitch. I just want to smoke. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think you can snap out of it. Even I think you can snap out of smoking quicker than you can snap out of eating. When you're hungry, you're going to eat. Yeah. That's it. You can control kind of what you eat sometimes. But like you said, you're in New York. Sometimes you just got to like, if you go out to a place, you can have, there's a steak and a salad every place. But if you're hungry, you're going to eat and you can control how much you work out. So I prefer diets when I'm trying to be vain that are not portionalized diets. Like I know that when you get down to the very last bit, you got to like, figure out what your, you know, your uh, metabolism is and you have to, you know, you know, be in calorie deficit and everything like that. But for the rest of us fat bastards, I prefer diets where I can eat unlimited vegetables, meats, and full fat kind of uh, treats like macadamias and full fat yogurt rather than like portionalizing and weighing the amount of stuff. I I know that that's better, but it doesn't work for my day to day. And I I don't think it works for a lot of people. I don't think you're going to, but because, you know, look, if you're morbidly obese and you've had on a five foot eight dude has needed to, or, or wanted to lose a hundred plus pounds for 10 years, or he's lost portions of it and put portions of it back on. Telling the guy he's got to start weighing all his food might be overwhelming. He might never do that. You know what I mean? I think like starting off with like, don't drink your calories. You know what I mean? Like just get rid of fruit juice and soda and stuff like that as a step one is good. And it sounds like your diet for the most part is really just about taking out the processed stuff that's really calorically dense and you wind up on a diet that I'm sure you're in a caloric deficit without even intending to be in one. You have to be because like, what's that old expression? Nobody ever got fat eating chicken breast. Right. You, just, you can't do it. You know, you can't eat enough of them. No, just like, I don't know if you're, you're like me. I have a hard time hitting my protein targets. Yeah. It's like disgusting, you know, but I think, that for me, okay, weightlifting and dieting have something in common. It's not about the intensity of your diet or the intensity of your training, although those are very good things too. I'm not poo-pooing them, but much more important is consistency. How long can you stay in this motherfucking diet for? Like if you can stay in for a year, it doesn't matter what diet is you're on. You're going to be just fine. Yeah, But if it gets to be too much after two months or a month, you're just not going to get the results. So I'd rather have the diet that I could stay in for a year. Same thing with weightlifting. When I came back, you asked the question of, was it hard when I first started? Yeah, I was about one third as strong. I couldn't do anything. 
I was fat. I, and but so what I said to myself is, I'm going to go on for 25 minutes today. And in the yeah. beginning, I went on for 25 minutes, and it was 35 minutes and 45 minutes. And I looked today, I was in the gym for an hour and a half, and I still had stuff to do. And I was like, I don't know it's because I'm getting stronger, or I'm going slower, or my body's able to handle more volume. But just go there and be cons- consistency is everything when it comes to vanity. Yeah. Now, as far as health goes, I don't know, man. I drink Zevia sodas and, you know, I've what you call it, uh, you know, uh, yeah. and I don't think that you should count calories in sauces either. Like if you want some ketchup on your burger, have some damn ketchup. I know there's sugar in it, but what are you going to put a cup of ketchup on there? No, just don't worry about that. Just be active and that'll take care of the sauces. I, I, I generally agree. If you're, if your diet is going to be thrown off by a tablespoon of ketchup, then I, I, I think it's not like your diet needs to be reevaluated. That's my personal thing. I think where people get in trouble is like, you know, suddenly you're going like sauces are okay. So uh, orange chicken from, you know, uh, what's the, uh, the Chinese fast food yeah, place or whatever. Yeah. Is. Whatever it is, orange chicken. And then it's like, well, sauce is okay. So deep fried is okay. And like, uh, sauce soup you know whatever you want to call it let's get a lot of sauce then it can become a real issue because you might have added a thousand calories to your meal maybe that's extreme but added 250 whatever something like that yeah yeah that fried food is the devil you know i just think that if you want to be serious about a diet it's like drinking people are like well i have two glasses of wine a week i'm like you're trying to diet that's just calories doesn't have anything good for it except calories and maybe if you're having anxiety attack or something it'll calm you down but i don't take people seriously that 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 say they're dieting and have any drinks right. i mean that's the same thing with fried food just it's not gonna it's just not you're just not thinking about it the right way yeah like my brother always said i didn't tell you to like it i told you to eat it and nobody knows more than Frankie about this stuff. I Frankie mean, he has trained knows. a lot of people. Frankie knows a lot. By the way, his uh, his fighter, uh, Emiliano, just uh, won his pro debut. He's in seventh heaven. But that's another thing. I think it's cool. I, I love your job because the community of sickos that we that you're speaking to, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to be on your show, is we're the best ones. All these motherfuckers that can go to Jack in a Box and McDonald's and keep their little figures and never have to worry about it. Fuck those people. Yeah. They don't understand anything about life because life is about struggle. Life is about experience. But it's also about learning how severe the rules and consequences are in life and being able to overcome them and be like, yeah, so what? You know, until finally one day we're too old and we just give up, you know, but Fuck those people that have got like hourglass figures. They're not my people. Yeah, just no, like me neither. People that are like, I've never taken a drug in my life. I'm like, then you and I really don't have much to talk about because that was a big part of my experience, you know? And I think it's okay to be sick. And it's okay to find tools to skate around them, even though you have those weird compulsions, you know? Yeah, look, but do you, man, do you, you look do you, fucking great. First of all, people say this to you all the time, but you and I have gone through the, the ringer a few times. And I got to tell you, you look fucking great. And 
I'm used to you, like, because I am the person I am. I like you big and as muscular as you possibly can be. And I know that doing what you do, you can't do that because you're, 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 you're calorie restricted on your diet. But I still think that you're an amazing, amazing looking person, no matter where the fuck you came from, you know? Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. I think you look great, too. I mean, this is the first I've seen you. I saw some pictures when uh, when you were heavier and I haven't seen you in a couple of months. You look fucking great, too. Getting there. You know, I'm like, I guess I got a ways to go to be like where you and I like to be like veiny and like, hey, let's take our shirts off. But uh, and then how and then again, a little while longer. But how, how long will you? try to sustain that like what's what's the maintenance plan for that are you playing like because i i i I just like get there and it's like i'm there for a day and then i'm like this is not this is not life i can't live like this you know what i think you find your own balance my life is weird like you and i go off and like if i go off to make a movie i'm gone for a year and like we were in mexico there was a gym there but it wasn't my gym, so I didn't really like it that much. So I went for a little while. I was like, fuck this thing. I've, you know, I've got to wake up early. And, you know, we'll have, there'll be times where I fall off. But it doesn't mean I'm not part of the club. I just know I got to get back on the horse. You know, I'm, I, if you have a, a stable life that has a nine to fiver, if I was living like that, if I could make my living going to the gym, I'd be oh, in like six hours a day and be like, you know yeah. what? I want to see how, what the human body can do. Right. But you know, as you get older, you know, you've, you got to like make a living and the injuries come into play and there'll be all sorts of things that stop you from doing, you know, like, but I did that. Tell me if you think this, I don't want to be like, in tennis player shape all the time and walk around and I don't, it's not that I don't want to tennis players look good. I just don't, my, I don't get my, my dick doesn't get hard for that. You know, I, my, I think they're a little small. They look small yeah, to me. Like, yeah. To be part of the fit community is not for me. I want to be part of the sick ass coming in and like being strong and like muscly. And also I don't like meatheads. Right. Even though I probably am one, but I don't like that. Oh, dude, I got my pre-workout. I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. No, but I, 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 to your point, like when I was, when I was obsessively doing cardio and riding my bike eight hours a day that. and got thin, like actually thin, I was, was not happy. Was that yeah. around Yellow? Yeah. Yeah. I was thin in that movie. Dude, you, I got news for you. You didn't look good. Yeah. I didn't I didn't feel good. I felt gaunt. A light breeze will knock me off. I remember even seeing Frankie and he was kind of like, Whoa, what are you doing? I think he thought I was a junkie, to be honest with you. I wasn't at the time. But like it, that that was too thin for me. I didn't I wasn't comfortable at all. It's it's great if you wanna you want your life to be about riding a hundred miles a day. I think that should be enough to like, you know, get away from whatever you're getting away from. Right. I think if you go to the, if you go to the gym for 45 minutes to an hour a day, lift heavy things, and then like do some other kind of self-improvement on your body. Was it yoga or stretching or going for a walk or whatever, that kind of stuff. 
you can really be in charge of your physique. Yeah. Not, but not if you don't get in charge in control of your eating. Right. That, that, that's the key. And so I don't do those food plans like you do. And I know that that helps you a lot because you've got a highly analytical and mathematical type of mind. And my mind's more like, fuck it. But it, it is. It's like, yeah, I know what they want to do. Let me just do my own thing. Uh, do you think you could see yourself eating box food for the rest of your life? No, no, certainly not. And in fairness, there are a few days a week where I'm not eating that. Yeah, I, I, it is probably the majority of what I, it is definitely the majority of what I eat. But, you know, I then I like to cook, too. So sometimes I just want to cook everything from scratch. I don't want it to come out of a box. For me, it's just the convenience of it. And it, it reduces my anything I have to think about. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I know. This week, I'm eating turkey burgers, bison burgers, and chicken. That's what I'm eating. And so it's there. And whenever I'm hungry, I'm, that's what I'm And if I'm going to have a carb with it, I'll have a bit of sweet potato or some rice or a piece of bread. And there's broccoli. And so that's what I eat. And I don't have to think beyond that. Mm-hmm. But then there will be times where Brandy will want to go out to dinner. And I can't, I can't deny her that. She, she deserves that, you know, if, if as a normal person, she wants to have wine and go, go out to dinner and feel like a part of some community, whether I really want to do that or not, I got to take her. She's my wife. You know what I mean? So I got to eat the fucking Italian deli and Jewish deli in New York because we have a grandchild and this is how you celebrate having a grandchild. And I have to do that. I don't think it's the the biggest sacrifice in the world. Although I know that the next day you're like, I don't feel as good. I don't know what's happening. I'm holding a lot of water because of the sodium. I think like this, I could be better. It's going to take me two weeks to get this off. All those crazy thoughts go through your mind. Yes. I had a girl who my girl is the greatest girl of all time. She's the greatest. And she's her thing is I can make something that's bad for you, but I could make the healthy version of it that has nothing in it. And I mean, she's a saint. She'll literally spend three hours a thing. And then when you come, when you come home, she'll have it for you. And not only that, she's really a good cook. So, and you taste it and you're like, I don't trust the caloric value in this right. shit. I just don't. Yeah. Why is this meal that's bread-based? Well, it's only almond millet and this and that and trust <laughs> not. And you're like, still, it's bread, and yeah. it's ninety percent bread. Like, how does that work? And you, I know the feeling is like we go out to dinner too, but it, it's, my dinner is easy because I like my favorite food is prime rib, and I, I go to prime rib or steak, and I'm a happy guy anytime like that. Uh, I don't need a lot of different foods. And when you say about the box, there is something great about eating that box food that you like, at least I know what I'm eating. I don't have to think about that. Yeah. I, I used to tell, I used to have an assistant when I was a big shot and they'd be like, what do you feel like eating, sir? And I'm like, you know what the good part about being successful is that I don't have to fucking think about what I'm going to fucking eat. Yeah. Just, Just bring something. me food. Like, you know, yeah. whatever. So I, I get that. It's just, but my girl won't allow me to eat out of a box. Yeah. She's like, I cook the food and you eat it. You got that? Yeah. I'm like, sounds like a good deal to me, but could you just know 
you're being crazy. You love quinoa. I don't love quinoa. Yes, you do. I made it before and you loved it. And so you can't tell me you don't love it. Well, then you tricked me and I don't know. You know, right. Right. I loved it once too. Yeah. I think we have 50 pounds of quinoa in a vacuum sealed box for the end of the world or something like that. But other than that, I'm not eating quinoa. If it's quinoa or rice and somebody's force feeding it to me, I might eat some quinoa. Right. Sure. Because it's got more protein or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He told me it's better. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I'll eat the rice, but I'll just eat less of it and an extra chicken breast. Now, I'm 63. What are you, like 10 years behind me, right? Yeah. A little more bit. More or less. More or more. more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're a young man. As you get older, and I'll tell you, these next 10, 15 years are not just like you don't notice anything. You start getting like your body starts changing. And so- for our older people out there, especially the gentlemen, if you get some muscle on you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It gives you a false appearance that you're not getting older. Yes. So... As you get older, your skin starts to sag and this and that. You can fill it up like that. But just the basic, you don't see too many guys that are like in their 60s and 70s that are like big guys, the big strong guys. And you're like, oh, that guy must be like 50 or something like this. So it gives you, it's like some guys dye their hair. I I don't dye my hair. But uh, some guys dye their hair. I think that this is an acceptable way of trying to like fake people out that you're not so old. My girl said, well, you're going to be lifting weights when you're 70. I said, no, I'm going to be fucking dead when I'm 70. But if I'm alive, I will be lifting weights. Yes, me too, dude. I Listen, the, I, I, at the end of the day, I feel better after the gym. So there's, no, there's really no reason. And if I can maintain any bit of muscle mass going into my older years, I'm going to do it. It's a no-brainer for me. Yeah. But big cars burn more, burn more fuel. Yeah. Pretty simple. Even, yeah. Even if it's just like, I know I like to eat a lot. If I lose a bunch of muscle, I'm not going to be able to eat as much. Even if that's my calculation that I'm going with that. And I think that, oh God, it's weird because we're going to get into a weird area. But I don't like the fact that the world is 
becoming unisex. There's boys and there's girls. And I believe in all that everybody should have all rights and everybody should be like this, but there's boys and there's girls. So I prefer a masculine aesthetic, you know? And, uh, well, I, I do think even in deference to the trans community, the trans community is all about that binary. There's boys and there's girls. I'm not correct. So I'm going to be the other one. And so I think that there's a very small subset that's trying to do like there are no genders. Well, I just think style is is different. Like, like think about actors. How many actors are playing a real male kind of masculine aesthetic? Well, let's see. There's uh, uh, Russell Crowe. I guess Sean Penn. Uh, but like Brad Pitt, no. He's cool. He's just a cool dude. You know, uh, the guys that are on the Marvel movies, I don't know if that's my idea of masculine, but it's it's certainly muscled and like, you know, like this. But most of the aesthetic is everybody's tries to be not offensive these days, you know, and I I don't necessarily agree with that, you know. Well, I don't agree that being a strong guy like when i think of the the various reasons i like strength and i want strength none of it has to do with oppressing anyone or belittling anyone or making anyone else seem inferior these are just my desires for myself and my intention for how i want to behave with my family and how i want to provide for them that's it's all very personal i think once we start ascribing other things to it I, I, it gets so muddied and confusing you know uh everybody hates something these days yeah everybody's mad about I, something and i don't hate anything i don't really know anything about anything i just try not to step in it most of the time yeah but, no I, i'm a fan of camille Paglia and how she talks about like she's a big fan of pop art and she's like really into masculinity and femininity and and she's a chick who who is in a relationship with a chick. And if you asked her, she's probably a they them. But she's like still into it. You know, she still says like masculinity is awesome. Femininity is awesome. And it's sure. OK to be like that. And androgyny is awesome, too. It's like I don't always eat strawberry ice cream, but like when so once in a while, it's great. I, I like. I'm a humanist. I like all of them. But unfortunately, my vanity comes in and I'm like, it's like those weird thoughts you have. Like, you know what I should do? I like, I remember when I, uh, like when I used to be single, I would have thoughts going, you know, what would be good? I should get a girlfriend. She should be like this. And you're like, <laughs> where is this fucking imaginary fucking person you're dreaming of? And why are you having these thoughts? Right. The same thing when you, when you, you about what you want to be. The images that we have for ourselves are so not what we need, but still they're desire. So why shouldn't we be able to have them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really did the conversation go by the way, by the way, I, I don't know. It went, it went somewhere, but identity is important because I think a lot of, a lot of what people are struggling with too is, is identity, how we see ourselves, how we can affect change with how we see ourselves. I, I, I got skinny and it fucked with my identity. Like I did not recognize myself and I feel more 
comfortable and confident now than I did when I was 200 pounds. So that's what I know. I feel better about myself. I still feel very fat sometimes and have to like go like you're a little crazy, eat a cheeseburger. Um, but I think identity is a it's a strange thing that I don't think that we should rely on uh, other people's subjectivity to determine it for us. Yeah. I mean, we all are fat if we take our shirts off and we're judging against uh, swimsuit models or bodybuilders, you know, because those guys have got to that day and they're way down and the lighting's good and everything. So, but that's what we judge against, right? Yeah. But object is, I guess if we take anything from it, it's consistency. What can you do for a long time? Because that's what you're going to be. Yeah. Like how can you eat for a long time? What kind of gym work can you do for a long time? What kind of exercise? And that's what you are. And the rest of it is go out and enjoy life, man. You know? Right. And don't beat yourself up. Serious. Yeah. If you're going to eat two pints of ice cream, you better fucking enjoy it and then not feel bad about it. Five pints of ice cream. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't care. You know, that's for me. And because I can tell you one thing. We could get ourselves in shape, but I ain't ever getting any younger. Right. Can't take away all this Rolodex eyes I have, like, like this, you know, like, so I might as well, like, uh, you might as well just, I might as well feel good, man. You know, yeah. I'm proud of you, brother. I really am proud of what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it, Nick. And I appreciate these sentiments and you giving them to me. Well, you know, I'm probably not, I'm certainly not, uh, uh, a person that has normal trains of thought, but if people are out there and they're like, just feeling bad about themselves, you know, I, I'm glad to be able to come on the show and be able to like, yo man, we're all crazy, you know, just get through the day and do to do a couple of things. And, you know, maybe you'll feel better about yourself, you know? Yeah. I love you, Nikki. Love you, brother. And now for the Q and a, this is a question from Terrence. Hi, Terrence. He says, I love the podcast and have learned so much. Thank you, Ethan and Paige, for all you do. My question is related to blood work. I hear Ethan mention often about having blood work every six months. Any advice on where to learn what to look for in blood work? Also, how do you use the results to make changes to your diet and exercise? This is a very easy question to answer, Terrace. I have a doctor who does all of that, who went to medical school, and he knows the answers to all of these figures. Um, I have no idea what any of it means on, a, on when you look at a blood panel. I've looked at them, um, and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't begin to tell you. Um, I just don't know. Um, so I wouldn't want to say like, here's how you do X to affect Y. I, I just don't know. I think that's really just a doctor's job. Um, and, and the things specifically that I have um, seen changes in have been, uh, I had uh, prior to any weight loss and heading into rehab, I had done blood work and had, very bad, apparently scores on my kidneys and liver and, um, very high, uh, lipids, very high triglycerides and cholesterol. And so 
Um, all of that has come into normal range. Uh, and then when I was doing keto, I had astronomically high cholesterol, which has come into normal range. But as far as like trying to have, um, some direct impact on some aspect of my blood, I've never done that. So I, I don't know. I'm just saying like when I have blood work and I have a physical every year, um, and I do blood blood work a couple times a year. I just this is just me and my doctors kind of like, let's make sure I'm healthy, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Got it. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, listen, I think that's like such a uh key point, but um, you know, it it is about your your doctor at that point, like everybody's different. Everyone can have extenuating circumstances. No two people are the same. So yeah, it's it's definitely like always check with your doctor and and if you're yeah. getting blood work done you, you would have someone interpreting it for you well yeah one of the very few things he told me to do at one point was he said i have a lot of iron in my blood possibly because i eat a lot of meat and he said if you were a girl and you were bleeding every month this would be fine but since you're not why don't you give blood a couple of times a year and in complete transparency, I said, okay, and didn't do that. And it hasn't come up again. So I just figure I'm okay. I don't, my, I, you know, my, yeah. I'm not like, I don't need to get magnets run through my blood to suck the iron, even though I think iron is not um, electrically charged and doesn't go to magnets, but you get my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Good answer. If you have a question that you would like answered on this podcast, please send it to us at AmericanGlutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee. You can follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. <laughs>